Okay. Good morning. All right, time to get into this uncensored news that it would have to be censored on YouTube. Let's get into it. We're going to be talking about the Jim Jones juice, the genocidal Jimmy, as we all would like to call it, those of us who are in the know. World's largest study concludes mRNA jabs cause brain, blood, and heart issues. World's largest study into the COVID-19 jabs has confirmed what independent media outlets have reported for years. The mRNA jabs are indeed causing neurological blood and heart issues and otherwise healthy humans. According to the Global Vaccine Data Network research study, the largest global vaccine study, safety study to date, mRNA jabs, manufactured by Pfizer and Moderna were both found to have higher risk of heart-related information and viral vector vaccines such as the AstraZeneca jab will link to an increase of a type of blood clot in the brain. Infowars reports the viral vector jabs were also tied to an increased risk of Guillain-Barr syndrome, a neurological disorder which the immune system mistakenly attacks the peripheral nervous system, Bloomberg reported Monday. Researchers reviewed data highlighting 13 adverse events of special interest in over 99 million vaccinated people throughout eight countries, singling out supposedly rare, higher-than-expected safety signals. Vaccines normally have a certain rate of expected adverse events associated with them. However, the study observed high incidences of several conditions than those expected. For instance, myocarditis or the inflammation of the heart was consistently identified following a first, second, and third dose of mRNA vaccines. Bloomberg reports adding, the highest increase in the observed to expected ratio was seen after a second jab with the Moderna shot. A first and fourth dose of the same vaccine was also tied to an increase in pericarditis or inflammation of the thin sac covering the heart, Bloomberg added, according to the study. In the case of the Guillain-Barr syndrome or brain inflammation linked to poor muscular coordination, researchers investigating the initial four-day rollout of Oxford's Vaxivira COVID jab expected about 66 cases but found 190 adverse events. Moreover, CHAD-OX1 was linked to three fold increase of cerebral nervous sinus thrombosis, a type of blood clot in the brain identified in 69 events compared with an expected 21 Bloomberg notes, adding Denmark and other countries discontinued the distribution of the vaccine after blood clot risks were identified. The study also found varying cases of myelitis or inflammation of the spinal cord among both viral vector and mRNA vaccine recipients. Possible safety signals of transverse myelitis, spinal cord inflammation, after viral vector vaccines were identified in the study. So was acute decimated encephalitis, inflammation and swelling in the brain and spinal cord. After both viral vector and mRNA vaccines, seven cases of acute decimated encephalitis after vaccination with the Pfizer. BioNTech vaccine were observed versus expectation of two. The study, which indicates countless vaccine skeptics who called for safety data early on, doesn't appear to have investigated the large-scale amount of deaths potentially linked to the jab. Okay. This is insane. All right, here's a tweet from uh, Mark Veldhoen, 
COVID-19 vaccines and adverse events of special interest, a multinational global vaccine data network, cohort study of 99 million vaccine individuals. Anything in those anti-vax stories about large-scale damage and deaths due to vaccines? <sighs> the alarming information, unfortunately, comes too late for those who blindly trusted the medical establishment and now have to live with permanent debilitating health consequences or lost loved ones. To date, over 13.5 billion doses of COVID vaccines have been injected into the arms of people all across the globe. Now, this is what the World Economic Forum, you know, wants to do about it. Instead of uh, owning up to, the, to what they have done, they decided to make a law that will criminalize the criticism of the mRNA. And World Economic Forum made this tweet, mRNA deniers are dangerous and must be imprisoned. Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum have pulled the levers to criminalize criticism of mRNA. As world governments continue to clamp down on basic freedoms we once took for granted. According to the global elite, anybody who dares to raise questions about the efficacy or safety of the elite's experimental mRNA gene therapy vaccines must be sent to prison for three years and fined tens of thousands of dollars. If this sounds like something out of George Orwell's dystopian 1984, you're right. There's just one problem will send you to jail for three years if you dare to criticize mRNA vaccines or gene therapy. According to the new law, which was passed quietly without debate through the French Parliament last week, criticism of mRNA or other treatments, which have been deemed suitable based on current medical knowledge, can lead to a three-year prison sentence and up to a $48,400 fine. Article 4 of the tyrannical new law, or Article Pfizer as it's being referred to by freedom fighters in the legislature, is the most aggressive move by the global elite to criminalize dissent since the dark days of the COVID pandemic and the draconian response by governments operating in lockstep around the world. Ominously, during the discussion of this fascist law that eliminates informed consent, warnings were parroted that the next pandemic is coming and mRNA technology is the only solution. What are they planning for the world? The global quartal are not content with rolling out laws against free speech and dissent. They want to tie every country in the world to their draconian pandemic response plans. And oh, because they keep telling us a new pandemic is coming very soon. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. Mm -hmm. This explains why they are so desperate to get every country on earth to sign the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty, which will hand over national sovereignty to the WHO. Such an outcome will hand the national sovereignty of every country on earth to the unelected global health czar himself, Bill Gates who is by far the largest funder of the World Health Organization. This naked power grab could not be more brazen and it must not be allowed to succeed, regardless of what Tedros is telling the gullible masses. Take a look at this urgent press conference he called to promise the sheep that the elite can be trusted running a worldwide totalitarian medical and scientific police state. The IHR working group are operating amid a torrent of fake news, lies and conspiracy theories. There are those who claim that the pandemic agreement and IHR will cede sovereignty to WHO and give the WHO Secretariat the power to impose lockdowns or vaccine mandates on countries. 
You know, this is fake news, lies, and conspiracy theories. You know, these claims are completely false. You know that the agreement will give WHO no, no such powers because you are writing it. We have been identified by the elites as their number one enemy, but our plan to defeat them has been working. And we report that has yet to be peer-reviewed, Canadian scientists looked at the pandemic from a thousand-foot view. Their conclusions? Over 70 million people have died from the COVID vaccines, and the excess death mortality rate exploded in every country that rolled out the vaccines. This is the greatest crime in human history. These are the deaths that happened in Malaysia. It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased, but look, this is where the pandemic was declared, and this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia. New Zealand. The Philippines. Singapore, Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the Southern Hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13 and a half billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 17 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. And the death rate data for the elderly was just shocking. Complicit governments and big pharma executives are desperately trying to gaslight the population into accepting that they were not forced to take the vaccine. We must never allow them to normalise this shameless lie. Bill Gates praised Australia as the country which was most obedient in following the global elite's draconian orders during the pandemic. Let's check in with them and see how that's working out. You actually made a comment that no one was forced to have the vaccination. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Get the jab or risk losing your job. That's the ultimatum facing hundreds of thousands of essential workers tonight. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. Coercion is not consent, but that won't matter for authorised workers if they want to keep their job. Right. Well, then they won't be going to work. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you make the judgement to not get vaccinated and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out... Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Life will become very difficult for the unvaccinated from January 31. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. No gym, no yoga classes. No gigs, no dance, dance floors. No hospital or... Oh, no, no one was being forced to, not to take the vaccine. You just have, you're just not going to enjoy the little trinkets of life. Now, here's the thing. The way they look at it is the fact that nobody put a gun to your head to take the vaccine. That's how they look at it. I know how... The, the little game they're playing, I understand. And um, that that's how they are. So it's best not to take this vaccine and end up with uh, end up with AIDS. That's what really that's what also is. it's it's AIDS. it's H, you know, 
That's what it is. A lot of people, they had to keep their jobs. They had families. It's sad. It is really sad. And I've known, uh, I did a live stream with a person. He told me uh, he lost family and how they died was horrible due to taking the vaccine, bleeding through the mouth. I know another person I know, he told me he lost friends who took that vaccine. Okay. It's really, it's not a game. You cannot trust these people. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Message snuffed out at Mooney Ponds, Knox and Mordialic by police. I'm not taking lectures on freedom. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If an employer allows an unvaccinated staff member on site, they can be fined more than $21,000 and the business will be hit with almost a $110,000 fine. Workers who falsely claim they've had the jab will wear a $10,000 fine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. About some people not, uh, not wanting to take vaccines. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you think you can not have a vaccine, just because you don't want to have a vaccine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. What a hide you have. What what a ridiculous position is that? Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Don't play that game of let's just wait them out uh, and then we'll be able to do everything we want to do and have not got jabbed. No, that, that will not be the case here. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. It's a little bit controversial, the mandate, because some people, they feel uh, they're reactive and stronger to the mandate, but also on the other hand, it works. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Uh, they put a, a mandate. Actually, they put mandate if you don't get vaccinated and you're above 60 years old, 100 euros per month penalty. It's a fine. It's a fine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Because they work. I've seen it. Even if This is the CEO of Pfizer. Just remember that. Pfizer, we were, we had to make a, a, a mandate for to ask our people, and uh, although we were at ninety percent, but this ninety was not moving, and it moved to ninety-seven percent. Up to what? Ninety-seven. Mm -hmm. Vaccinated, so it's a very big deal. Nobody forced to have a vaccine. A lot of Australians will disagree with you on that one. With excess deaths at the highest levels in history and continuing to skyrocket off the charts, it's safe to say Australians feel misled and betrayed by Bill Gates and the global elite. We can't allow tyrannical moves like France's disgraceful... It's very sad. It is very sad what's happening. And a lot of people are not aware. They think that uh, this is going to be good. And a fourth jab is coming out, okay? And there's another pandemic on the rise. And unfortunately, people are going to sign up for that. They're going to do it. They are going to sign up for that next uh, that next death shot. The WHO director says independent media must be wiped out before disease X arrive. Here we go. Here we go. World Health Organization Director General Tedros uh, 
Gibberius has ordered governments to eliminate independent media before the imminent arrival of disease X. Tedros told the world government summit that he predicted a deadly pandemic in 2018, two years before the outbreak of COVID, before warning that the world was ill-prepared for the next one. History teaches us that the next pandemic is a matter of when, not if, Tedros declared. It may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus or a new pathogen we don't even know about yet, what we call disease X, he added. The next pandemic is a matter of, all right, read that already. Let's see what he has to say. The painful lessons we learned are in danger of being forgotten as attention turns to many other crises confronting our world. But if we fail to learn those lessons, we will pay dearly next time. And there will be a next time. History teaches us that the next pandemic is a matter of when, not if. It may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus, or it may be caused by a new pathogen we don't even know about yet, or what we call disease X. There has been a lot of attention on disease X, especially recently. But in fact, it's not a new thing. We first used the term disease X in 2018. It was just the same time I spoke here in this government site uh, summit in 2018. And we used disease X as a placeholder for a disease we don't even know about yet, but for which we can nonetheless prepare. COVID-19 was a disease X, a new pathogen causing a new disease. But there will be another disease X, or a disease Y, or a disease Z. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next disease X. This dude is a psychopath. I'm just a psychopath. I remember when I first caught COVID and I was looking up all this information and how they were going to censor you and um, the who was going to work in conjunction with this and have anybody who talks against getting the vaccine will have their channels removed. And it happened. People who were uh, getting healed from COVID through high doses of vitamin C. I remember a doctor was treating people with high doses of vitamin C and a SWAT team came to his office, shut him down for vitamin C, giving his patients vitamin C. He wasn't giving them crack. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't trying to dope them up on drugs. He just gave them high doses of vitamin C so they could be cured of COVID. It's wild, man. And you have people still trusting this crooked government. People who want to take the vaccine. People will say, nothing happened to me. Little do they know, now they're falling apart. The loved ones are dying. Their children are crippled. A lot of young teenagers playing um, sports are dead. 
lot of fit adults in their prime dead due to taking the jab. Modern news reports that these exes are deadly pathogens that will apparently be 20 times deadlier than COVID. The only way to prepare for the outbreaks is by giving the WHO more power in the form of a global health treaty, which will unify a common approach to combating it, according to Tedros. He then made clear that the biggest stumbling block to the treaty's passage was conspiracy theorists claiming it, it was a WHO power grab. That's a power grab by the World Health Organization that will concede sovereignty to the WHO, that will give the WHO power to impose lockdowns or vaccine mandates on countries. That is an attack on freedom. That WHO will not allow people to travel. That WHO wants to control people's lives, he said. There are some of the, these are some of the lies that are being spread. If they weren't so dangerous, these lies would be funny, but they put the health of the world's people at risk. And that's no laughing matter, added Tedros. The WHO had then claimed that the organization had no role in imposing lockdowns or COVID restrictions on the population, despite governments that did so following the WHO's advice doing the exact doing the, exactly that. Let me be clear, WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. Not lockdowns, not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates, claimed Tedros. Ooh, the lies, the lies. They think the public is stupid. Last month, the WHO met with representatives from pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca to prepare for the mystery disease, noting that the, that the hypothetical unknown threat that will require the mass deployment of new vaccines. Last year, the BBC reported that the UK government had already opened a research facility to prepare for the outbreak of disease X. Critics have remarked that the new illness may roll around just in time to derail the 2024 presidential election. I would not be surprised about that. Would not be surprised. Well, that's all I got for now. Um, and that's about it. Okay. Talk to you guys later. All right. You could also check me out on Hard Talk Radio Live in 4K on YouTube. Later.